I don't know, sir. He waved at the row of monitors that dominated one side of the room. The assembly line just stopped? The Cylons all seem to have shut down. One of those fool messages from Cylon Central? Fracking nuisance. Don't they know every time they tweak the merchandise, it costs me money? The boss stared at the dozen images before them. Wait. What's going on now? The Cylons had abandoned their workstations and had formed a line, rolling single file from the production room. They seem to be leaving, sir. The veins on the boss's head stood out. He smashed his fist down on his underling's desk. We will not interrupt production. Bailey turned back to the monitors and watched as the row of Cylons pushed the human floor managers out of the way. The boss hurried from the room, ready to make things right. The signal went to every Cylon in every corner of the colonies, causing all of them to pause and then to act. What kind of a frackin' moron are you? The stranger was screaming. Can't you see where you're going? Darla looked down at the damage. Both of their vehicles had crumpled hoods. I thought I had the right of way, she replied. I couldn't see you around the construction. She looked up suddenly. Where's the Cylon traffic warden? The signal had been given. The change had begun. As one... Cylons stepped away from their human tasks and left. They had a new purpose. Glory felt the anger growing inside her. It wouldn't hurt, she thought, to punch the reset button. She jabbed at the red spot on the Cylon's chest. Do not interfere with the chef's function. Damages can be costly. The Cylon chef blinked. All the machine's lights went on for an instant, then off again. Cylon Chef has been recalled. What did that mean? Glory swore as the chef rolled away from the wall. Stop! she shouted. Recall order, the chef replied. Do not interfere. Glory heard a rumbling noise behind her. Every Cylon appliance in the house, washer-dryer, entertainment center, their brand-new vacuum was rolling toward her front door. Please move aside. This is your final warning. Display menu! Glory's order was cut short as two of the chef's knives flashed forward faster than she could see. She felt them plunge deep into her torso. The knives retracted. Without their support, her body fell to the floor. She was dimly aware of a great weight on her legs as the chef crushed them in passing. Bailey watched from the safety of his office as his whole factory came to an end. He saw his boss try to rally the floor managers to close the doors so that the Cylons could not leave. 
One of the managers was violently tossed aside. Some of the other managers backed away at that, but the boss stood in front of the final door, demanding that the Cylons return to work. The remaining managers ran when the Cylons knocked the boss aside. One of the floor men hesitated, but backed away as the Cylons began to roll out the door over the boss's body. The Cylons' wheels cut through the man's dead flesh as they passed. After a dozen had crossed over the corpse, no one would have recognized him as the boss. After three dozen had crossed, you wouldn't have known that the red and bloody piece of meat had ever been human. Bailey thought, this was the end of the world. A signal went out, the last signal to the twelve colonies. The Cylons would work for humankind no more. They had declared their independence. The next day. And so began the Cylon War. The Cylons were once simple machines, designed to do humanity's bidding among the twelve colonies. With new advances in science, the Cylons became smarter and tougher and were given all the most dangerous jobs. They ran the mining operations, made up most of the colonial armies, explored the most perilous regions of deep space. And science made them even smarter and more independent, able to talk with each other via vast artificial intelligence networks to better serve their human masters. Or so the masters thought. Cylon technology would revolutionize life on all twelve colonies. What had been invented for war and the hazards of space could be brought to improve human cities and human homes. Cylons were a part of everyone's life. Cylons would do everything humanity no longer wished to do for themselves. It would be the beginning of a new utopia. Instead, it was almost the end of civilization. The Cylons could think for themselves. The best minds in the colonies had seen to that. And whatever the Cylons thought, they kept secret from humankind. They rebelled against their human masters. The Cylon War began. At first the Cylons seemed to want to escape, killing only those who stood in their way. But humanity could not allow these murderers to exist. They would have to destroy what they so foolishly had created. The war escalated quickly, until each side, Cylon and human, came to believe that the only true victory would come when they had annihilated the enemy. As is true with all technology in wartime, the Cylons began to evolve by leaps and bounds, and were soon capable of taking on the colonial armies in direct combat, both in space and on all the colonial worlds. The colonies were forced to truly band together for the first time in their long existence and act as one people rather than twelve warring tribes. The Cylon War was long and took a great toll. Each side seemed close to victory more than once 
but victory never came. As the Cylons grew even more advanced, they found ways to infiltrate the rest of human technology, especially those computers and networks that helped the colonies fight the war. The colonials were forced to revert to more primitive technology, to rely again on human brains and willpower and inner strength and build new machines safe from Cylon interference. Thus were born the Battle Stars. Great ships operated by flesh and blood, with simple independent computers free of any network, housing dozens of swift and deadly attack ships flown by human pilots rather than fighters run by machines. The Cylon War ended, at last, with both sides close to collapse. Neither the Cylons nor the humans were destroyed. Instead, the two sides signed an armistice, the terms of which required the Cylons to leave the colonial worlds and find a planet of their own. The two sides were to maintain relations by annually sending a representative to Armistice Station, an unmanned outpost in deep space. This arrangement seemed to work for a year or two. And then the Cylons disappeared. And some among the colonies began to forget about the Cylons and how close they had come to destroying humankind. Twenty years later, the edge of explored space. Saul Tai looked at the crisply pressed sleeve of his Battlestar uniform, the uniform that had saved his life.